24th episode of the Have Aloha Will Travel Podcast. We we have cleared the one year mark. We've we've just leaped past it. This is our second year. Oh, I'm sorry. I meant like one full year, and then now we're into our second year. No, we are. I think we're going into our third year. I'm not kidding. Think about it. 53, and we do one every other week. Oh no. This is the passage of time. Oh, okay. Well, that was a that was unexpected. Um, what is expected is that we have Kevin Yim on the podcast. Kevin Yim. Yay! Aloha. Um, Kevin Yim, uh, aside from sharing um, my first name, Kevin, the best name, um, he is the vice president of marketing at Zippies. He's previously led marketing teams at Hawaiian Airlines and the Bank of Hawaii. Um, he's he's been around the marketing scene here in Hawaii, and we're so excited to have him on the podcast. I almost forgot to do our intros. I'm Kevin Allen. With me, as always, <laughs> I was just so excited to talk magazine. to Kevin. I know. So Kevin made a point to point out that this Kevin, wherever he is in the Zoom chat, um, that this is the first time we've had a guest named Kevin on the so, podcast. On the podcast, as first time we've ever had anyone from Zippies, which is exciting as well. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Kevin. Although it's not the first time we've had anybody who loves it be on the podcast because what I was I was gonna get into this later. Kevin, I'm a huge fan of your work. Uh, Zippies, <laughs> it's fantastic. Um, my favorite diner, Like Like Drive-In, had recently closed down. Um, so Zippies is kind of the next best. I mean, it's a oh Kevin, it is now the best thing. You know, I had a favorite. I had a favorite, but Zippy is the one on um, South Baratania. Is that the one, the sit-down one, the one where you can eat um, the 24-7 one? I think it's on South Baratania, or is that South King? Maybe it's South King. King yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, South, yeah, it's South King. I go there all the time now. That That's my new my new favorite joint. And I think, you know, a lot of local people uh, feel similarly. It's, you know, Zippy is kind of one of some of the only 24-hour uh, diners, or, um, and they have just such an extensive history uh, here in Hawaii. Um, I was kind of hoping you could talk to us about that. Wait, Kevin, the other Kevin, Alan, did you audition to be in a Zippy's commercial once? I don't want to bring that up. <laughs> I don't want to bring it up, you know, because I didn't get the part or anything. I don't want to. I think you might have rejected me, but that's okay. Uh, you know, you work in the you work in that business, you get rejected a lot of times. I think I know the real reason why I'm here. Is this how Kevin Allen is going to get his revenge on Kevin Yen? Also, <laughs> I wasn't going to bring this or, up, but my friend applied to your marketing department. Oh, yeah. or or that. Yeah, but no, please. Um, you know, I'm sure a lot of our <laughs> listeners know already. We got to stop going off topic. They know Zippies. They probably love Zippies. But if you could give us like a nice, comprehensive uh, rundown of the history of Zippies and kind of its its impact here in Hawaii, that would be really awesome, Kevin. Yeah, so, um, you know, Zippy's is now approaching its 55th year uh, this wow. year, 2021. So it started in 1966 by brothers Charlie and Francis Giga. Um, and their idea at the time was to start someplace that served food fast. And around, you know, just a couple years before they opened up the very first Zippy's, the United States Postal Service had just introduced something called the Zip Code. And so therefore, they wanted to, they, it was known, zip code was fast, 
um, efficient, you know, all the things they wanted their restaurant to be. So they kind of ran a rip on zip code and Zippies came into being. Um, its first location is the one that I work right next to. Um, our offices are right next to the McCulley location. So that's the one on King Street, but further down from the one you were talking about earlier, Kevin. This is the one next to the Washington Washington Intermediate School. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow, so, I didn't so, know that was the first location. That's very that's very interesting. Yeah. So if you look at some old pictures of Zippies, you'll realize that the front end is what we all know today, the fast food counter you kind of walk up. Back then, it was kind of open air, like a lot of different places where it wasn't an enclosed air-conditioned space. Um, but on the back side, if you look at the old pictures, it was wide open, and they used to call it the Simon Lanai. Right. The Simon Lanai oh. is, has now morphed into the sit-down dining restaurant experience that many of our locations also have in addition to the fast food uh, counters up front. So, and of course, what do you think they served at the Simon Lanai? Simon. Wonton. So that was their first kind of a foray into serving hot food, sit-down service was all signed in with Terry Beef Stick. And eventually over time, they grew the menu. Things that they did on the front side for um, the fast food counter would eventually migrate to the back. And really, this first location of McCulley here um, became a late night hangout. And um, as all of us know, many memories are made at Zippy's at 2 o'clock in the morning. Absolutely. Yep. And the Zippy's parking lot. Yeah. That is also another place that people, I don't, why do we do that? People we congregate. In the Zippy's parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> That's where you go to talk is story. That a local thing? It totally is. Yeah. I mean, so the way I put it is that Zippy's, you know, there's a lot of, there used to be a lot of talk about where's that third place at home, work, and the third place you're going to hang out. And Starbucks likes to call themselves the third place, right? I, and probably the truth in many parts of the, the U.S. mainland for Hawaii, Zippy's. Zippy's is the third place. Next stop. There, oh, yeah. Yeah. Next stop, right Zippy's. Whatever, right? And then, um, unless you're over 65, and then maybe it's McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, we have those two. So. <laughs> That's also true, yes. <laughs> now, I once got kicked out of a Zippy's parking lot, in fact, the one right here. So, what? Really? You what can't bring that up and not tell us the yet. story. We were just too loud. It was like 2 o'clock <laughs> in the morning. You know, just. You're in high school, you're doing stupid things. You're doing stupid Eventually, the cops go, hey, be quiet, give noise complaint. <laughs> yeah, I think every local person has some memory tied to Zippies in some way. You know what I mean? Oh, there's so many good memories, man. You know, I grew up, it, it's weird. I grew up kind of without a Zippies growing up on the North Shore. The closest one for me was Wakiwa. Which is like a, that's like kind of far, you know? That's pretty far. So yeah. I never went to Zippies until I got older. Um, and then by then I was already, uh, making really bad decisions in, in my early adult life and, Perfect for Zippies. and next stop Zippies. Yeah. Zippies has really become, you know, it's really, it is like a local household name. Everyone knows Zippies here. Um, why do you think it, I mean, why do you think it gained so much success and notoriety, notoriety amongst like the local community? Like, what do you think? What do you think? Cause there were a lot of, you know, mom and pop diners at the time. What, what do you think really brought Zippies to that next level? I think a couple different things. I think first and foremost was consistency. Um, you know, the, the brothers were really big on making sure that 
all the food was consistent all the time. There was consistency of customer service that you were greeted the same way all the time. And that goes a long way because if you're there for breakfast one day and you get the same level of food that you get at two o'clock in the morning after the club, I mean, it says a lot about the operation itself. Um, you know, the brothers were just, just really great business people when mm -hmm. they started up and they had a lot of amazing relationships. Um, they came from a family that actually did meat. They were meat producers. So I don't know if you've heard of Kiga Meat Market, which is no longer owned by the company, uh, by the family, but um, that's where both Charlie and Francis got their start in the family business. And so they had a lot of connections with people through that meat market business. Um, connections they brought through with them to Zippy's. Um, and it's just everybody knew them. They knew everybody. They treated everybody well. And so people just came back over and over again. Do you know if there are dishes? I mean, like the Simon is a good example, but dishes that that's, um, are still on the menu from when you know the, the restaurant launched 55 years ago or around that time? Like, what are some of the mainstays? So, yeah, if you're looking for the most historical dish on the menu, like if you did some uh, culinary anthropology on Zippy's, um, you'll find the Terry Beef Plate. It's probably the closest thing. A classic. To the, um, the classic, very first thing. Uh, uh, besides the, the side man. Mm. Definitely the side man is, is the number one kind of oldest dish on the menu. Um, but then some of the, the dishes that you to come to associate with Zippy's didn't come around probably to the 70s. Is so, it um, The chili was not on the original menu, believe it or not. But it developed very closely thereafter, not in 1966, but very, I, I need to double check on that date, but very closely to 1966, they started doing the chili. All the chili was made by Charlie in the restaurant, and as they started to expand, they would actually make the chili in the restaurant here, and then they would put it in the back of Charlie's station wagon and drive it to the next location. Oh, Again, wow. talk about consistency, right? Because that was <laughs> right. the only way they knew that the chili would be consistent from location to location. Wow. Did they... No. Oh, go ahead, Kat. No, 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 go you ahead. so many questions about this. I just have to know about the chili. Please, go ahead. It's a well-kept secret, and everybody tries to replicate it. <laughs> and everyone has theories, right, that there's mayonnaise in it or peanut butter. This is the real reason it. you're on the podcast, no. Kevin. It's no, not even I a real think. podcast. This is all a hoax. We just want to know. We're not even recording it. What actually. What is the secret to Zippy's chili? Can you tell us? You know what I mean, right? That's a, that's. I mean, it's kind of a myth, right? Like, what's in the Zippy's chili? Is it peanut butter? But isn't what makes it that good though? There's a whole mythology around it. What is it? <laughs> tell I, us. I I'll tell you this much. I don't know. No, <laughs> God forbid they give it to the marketing guy. Like, give a super <laughs> recipe to the marketing guy. Number one. Um, number two, there, I can tell you this, but I guarantee you it's not mayonnaise, and I guarantee you it's not peanut butter. Okay. Oh, wow. All you need to do is, you know, we also sell them frozen, right? The frozen packs. Um, all you need to do is take that box, look on the side. We're required by the USDA to list all the ingredients. Take a look. I don't know. I feel like you guys are you guys are sneaking something by because <laughs> no chili is as good as Zippy's chili. Uh, it's like creamy, like yeah. it has that creamy texture. I don't know, man. We, I, I still think it's mayonnaise. We had a chili cook off last year in our office and they were all really good, but I would have taken Zippy's chili over all of them. <laughs> and I wanna know why. 
Is it? I want to know what it is. Do you guys mix? Have you guys like when you guys have a really staple like a recipe like the like the Terry beef plate for example? Do you guys futz with it at all, or is it to kind of main? Oh, you guys do. That's a great question. Generally, overall, we try not to, but when you know we take feedback, customer feedback, very very seriously, and sometimes something as small as we change the beef provider for the Terry beef could have thrown the entire recipe off. Mm. And so our customers write into us and tell us, hey, it's too salty now, or it's too fatty, or whatever it is. And so we have to go back and decompose because maybe that beef kind of business or no longer makes that cut. And so now you have to adjust the recipe for this new cut or this new vendor. And so we do make recipe adjustments but only to ensure its consistency with what you know. Hmm. Oh, interesting. So, you know, speaking of changing vendors, um, you know, Zippy's a while, a while back had decided to really support local agriculture. And I don't know if a lot of um, customers or especially our listeners or viewers know about this, but they've really, I mean, the company is really um, like committed to using and supporting local farmers and ranchers. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because I think that's really remarkable for a local chain restaurant to to do that you know i think farm to table was is the thing people like to talk about nowadays um but for charlie and francis that was just the way they did business they didn't they didn't even conceive of any other way that they could make their food that consistently that fresh with the highest quality without buying local hmm. so here's a great example um you know every month or so we turn on about a hundred tons, 100 tons of chili. Okay. Oh my God, a month? About a month, yeah. So, you know, a lot of, some of that goes into retail pack for frozen, you know, they shipped off to your local neighborhood store, frozen, frozen section. Um, some of it definitely goes into our stores, right? A um, hundred tons of chili that includes things like tomato sauce and other things. Of that, about 18,000 tons of um, beef are used. Oh wow! Okay. So of the one of eighteen, yeah. So of the hundred tons, eighteen tons. My bad. Eighteen tons is 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 beef, ground beef. Uh, depending on what beef you're talking about, about half of that is locally sourced ground beef. Wow. To the best of our That's knowledge, amazing. we are the largest single non-governmental purchaser of whole honey ground beef. Wow. Oh wow. So you can uh, 9,000 pounds of ground beef, you know, nine, nine tons, my bad. I can't do that today. It's, okay. it's late in the afternoon here, and I haven't had enough of my soda. <laughs> so nine tons of that is more or less coming from locally sourced ground beef. And that was not, you know, something that they ever thought of, like, they needed to talk about. And so when I came here, I'm like, why, why aren't you not talking about this? Yeah. This is a huge deal to most local people. Let's talk about our eggs. 100% of the eggs that Zippy's uses is locally grown from Eggs Hawaii. Wow. And this is not just your eggs for their local mocha and almonds. You're talking about for all of our cakes and pies as well. All the baked goods that comes out of the Fuller's Bakery. Um, why? Because for you know the founders and for the people who work here now, it's just the way things were done. And you know, this goes back to a different day and time in Hawaii, right? When you did business, why? Because that's the way you do business. And there's a lot of handshake deals, a lot of, I know your family, you know my family, and so therefore we're going to do business together. 
We're going to help each other out. And this is something that you see less and less of in Hawaii today, but Zimbi's is still, has that kind of old school business feeling. That's incredible. I mean, I feel like, you know, we talk a lot about Farm to Table and we, you know, there's certain restaurants that specialize in it and they're, you know, they're, um, but, you know, no one thinks about like Zippy's being a big chain restaurant that, you know, you guys are really uh, supporting local ag in that way. You think that <coughs> local, like Farm to Table has to be a chef lovingly placing ingredients like an edible flower <laughs> on top of it. Why? Why can't we all just eat as a matter of course like this? Right, and so if you can do it while feeding your soul, you're also helping the farmer, you're helping the local rancher, I mean, helping us really in Hawaii having a deeper sense of food security overall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, I hate to say this, it's we're too big in, in Hawaii right now to be 100% self-sufficient in terms of food. It's just almost impossible given the size of our population and the land base that we have. However, how much can we push that up? And you can do that, and we talk a lot about local ag and investing in things like farmers and um, the land. Those are all super important. We can't forget the other side of that equation, which is the demand, right? You can make all the product you want and want it, but if you don't have people buying it on the other, it really it falls flat. And so Zippy's is a good matter, of course. Um, you know, whenever we decide to buy something, just given the size of our company, we're creating a So as a good example, um, and unfortunately for many different reasons, we no longer have this, but we had locally grown greens for all of our salads. Come on, who comes to Zippy's to eat a salad? I was going to say, I don't think I've ever had a salad of Zippy's. <laughs> but when we decided to buy only locally grown greens, the vendor that we went to had to buy new equipment get new land, hire new people to bring them in to do that. And that's what's important. Um, for whatever different reasons, we're no longer able to buy from them. But that's what Zippy's means. How do we create, and that's not just Zippy's, let me take that back. These are all restaurants and food service companies that what? How can we all commit to buying more local to create the markets in the economy to support the local farmer and rancher? Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah and Zippy's, so, oh, sorry, go ahead, Kat. No, Kevin, go ahead. No, please, go ahead. <laughs> well, I was just going to talk about, I was going to pivot, because I wanted to talk about, you know, the most popular menu items at Zippy's and things that maybe are kind of unsung heroes on the menu. And, like, so before I do that, though, like, I want to know what, my Kevin, what is your go-to dish at Zippy's right now? My go-to dish? It's a bit of a secret menu item. It's not really a secret. It's a, I like the Zippy's chili, like the large bowl, but then I don't get rice. I just get it all, all beans or all, all chili with the crackers. Cause I'm really just there for the chili. And then you get the crackers and that's like enough starch to like, you crumble it in there. Oh, and then I ask for extra crackers too. So you get extra crackers, you can crumble it in there. I like it more. The white rice, it's like half, half. I just want all, I just want all chili all the time. All chili all the time. Kat, what's your oh, favorite dish? God. Uh, okay, so my go-to, I well, I normally always get a zip pack, and then I'll swap out the um, the fish for extra terry beef. But my son likes the fish, so I keep it. But um, I always get chili cheese fries, no bean chili. Um, and then once in a while, I'll um, no, I guess that might be it. Chili cheese fries, no bean chili is probably my go-to. I was just trying to think that sometimes I order other things, but 
the Simon. I mean, I always order the Simon, but like in COVID, I don't want to really order Simon to go. Mm. So I think my go-to has been, yeah, chili cheese fries and Obi chili. I think Kevin Yim probably has the most important answer. Someone who, have you tried everything on the menu, Kevin? I have not. Oh. Um, I'm still working my way through the menu. It's that big. It's huge. Uh, you know. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, what's your go-to? And then let's talk about like some of the most popular, and then some of the um, like unsung heroes of the Zippy's menu. So first, I'll tell you my go-to, and it's probably um, a nature of my age. You know, there's just meme out there right now that's just whatever you order, your favorite order at Zippy's, you can tell somebody's age. And so I'm solidly Gen X, so mine is chili chicken mixed plate. Oh yeah. Uh, milk bean, um, some cost for the back. So. Oh, there you go! Like wow, that. a lot of no bean. The beans really make the chili for me. I'm really surprised by this. Ask for extra beans if I can get it. I'm a no, I'm a no bean kind of girl. Interesting. Um, anyway, you know, to get back to your other question about what are the popular items at Zippy's, they're probably exactly what you think they are. Um, the number one item at Zippy's is probably the chili. Chili? Zip pack. Zip pack. Oh, zip pack. Yeah. And recently, during COVID, we actually introduced the Zip Pack Deluxe. I know, with the chili on the side. That is so bomb. I freaking love it that is, thing. It went from Sorry. like nothing to being the number two or three item on the menu. Oh, you know, wow. Wow. Right behind the Zip Pack itself. So just a, in which version of the Zip Pack do you want? Yeah, basically. one with chili or without chili is kind of the question. Man, that's awesome. I, I didn't know about that. Yeah, it's all man. You gotta try it. I gotta try it. Uh, Korean fried chicken is the is amongst the top five, along with our spaghetti and meat sauce. Oh. The meat sauce, by the way, also uses the same quantity of milk. So, I don't think I've ever had the spaghetti, zippy spaghetti. Are there any Are there any sleeper hits out on the menu that anything that not a lot of people order, but but you think is super good? So chili burrito. <laughs> there's a lot of people. Who like came after us pretty hard when we took out the chili burrito thing? Really? <laughs> that was yeah. a good. That was a good one. That's why, especially like at two in the morning. I just you know how you go to Jack in a Box to get the tacos because they're cheap, but like the chili burrito kind of put it all together for you. <laughs> one nice greasy package it was so it's good. Back to the menu now, so you know. Oh. You want. All so, right, chili burrito. Yeah, I I, I had no idea. I think one of the most overlooked sets of dishes on our uh, menu, and it's available every Friday, is our Hawaiian food. Believe it or not, and this is coming from the proud Kamehameha Schools graduate, hey, the Hawaiian food at Zippy's is pretty darn good. Really? Like what? Yeah. Like what kind? Lao Lao, Kamehameha, Long Rice. Ooh. Comes in coin map, but hey, I mean, rice and map, no point. Uh, but one day, hopefully, I, I'm hoping to change that. I <laughs> maybe to give with the Lao Lao and Kalua pig. Oh, wow. Man, I'm learning a lot about Zippy's. I had no idea there was a, a Hawaiian food on Fridays. I feel like when you go to Zippy's, sometimes you get so caught up in just like, this is what I ordered at Zippy's. I don't change this. It's mm -hmm. it's a place where you go up to the counter and you're not even thinking. You're just saying what you, you know get. What their sweet sour spare ribs special is also very good. And their fried salmon is also good. I forgot to add These are hot recommendations. If if this is what about visitors coming to Hawaii? What would you recommend that they get? Maybe someone who has not had a lot of local food before. Like, what is like the one dish that you're like, 
you need Simon. Is it Simon? I wouldn't say Simon. I would say like a local nobody, mogul or something. Nobody else in the world serves Simon. That's why. Simon <laughs> yeah, that that is a good point. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you want to learn more about Simon, you can go to zippy.com and look at Simon Says. We did a whole video series with Chef Marco Gucci about Simon. Um, Kat, you're right. It is very unique to Hawaii. So definitely Simon. It is a very simple dish. I think it's not it's not ramen. Like ramen is like crazy, you know, complicated to make and super rich and everything. Simon is its, it's polar opposite cousin. It's very simple. Um, it's, it's more heartwarming than anything else. So, um, but if you're coming in, the other dish I would probably recommend as a, for those who are just visiting the islands is really the zip pack. Not only because it's the number one selling item on our menu, but it's also very representative of Hawaii and our food culture generally on one plate, right? So rice at the bottom of that, which is like the, the staple for so many cultures that in Hawaii. Yeah. Top of furikake, which is Japanese seaweed, so that comes from Japan. We've got the teri beef from ostensibly Japan, right? Teriyaki. Um, fried chicken from America. Spam from America. And fried fish, which, you know, if we if we could, we'd probably do a nice piece of body, but that would just skyrocket the price of this. <laughs> but that's representative of Hawaii, right? The fish and the islands that we're on. And so all inside this one pack, this bento box, which is representative of the state. So you've got all these different ethnicities, ethnicities together harmoniously in one little container. So oh, wow. You are the vice president of marketing for Zippies. Is the VP of that, that was, You know, it's interesting, too, that you bring up how, like, you know, the Zip Pack is so... And I think Zippies is really representative, representative of the state of Hawaii. But um, you guys are expanding out of the state um, to Las Vegas. How is, how is that going? Well, thanks for asking, Kevin. Of course, Kevin. <laughs> COVID threw a beautiful wrench into the middle of that one, but I will tell you that is the number one question that I get every single day, wherever I go, on social media, every single post, the very first post on social media afterwards is, when are you opening in Vegas? Um, so we, it's, it's, we, we answer it so much, hopefully we'll put it to rest. We are committed to opening in Vegas. We're about ready to break ground one year ago when COVID hit. And like all restaurants, we needed to really contract and make sure that we could survive and take care of the stores and our employees that are here in the world first. Um, but we had already bought the land, so you can go to zippies.com slash Las Vegas and you can see where it's supposed to be. Um, and so we're committed, we have the land. It's just a matter of when is the best time post COVID to be able to restart that um, and we're still answering that question, honestly. Yeah, because that is going to go, that is going to blow up. And you know what's the irony is people who are visiting Vegas from Hawaii are going to eat there even though they can eat it at home. You know what they're going to do that, right? That's the part that just cracks me up. They're going to do it. People go to the cow and will eat the oxtail soup at the I cow. <laughs> it makes no sense, but that's what we do. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> I did have a question about Napoleon's Bakery because you mentioned it um, when you were talking about the eggs. You know, I think people forget that they're 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 part of the same company, right? So, do you know why it's called Napoleon's Bakery? And also, like, can we talk about how awesome Napoleon's Bakery is for just a little? Because I do love Napoleon's Bakery. Why is it called Napoleon's Bakery? Like, why not call it like 
Kalakawa's Bakery or something. Zippy's yeah. Bakery. You know, or Zippy's Bakery, exactly. Oh, so, yeah, or that. So there's a long story behind it. Suffice it to say that the idea behind Napoleon's Bakery was to ensure that people understood it was more a European-style bakery. So Jan Sukazaki was a baker, is a baker, that still works for us, who basically started the Napoleon's Bakery line. She still works for us today. Wow. She's credited as being the inventor of the apple nipple, by the way. Oh, wow. Yeah, Jan's a master baker. She um, learned how to bake European style. Now, neither of you are old enough like me to remember back in the day, and when she told me this, I'm like, oh my God, you're right. Back in the day when you went to the local bakeries, cakes only came in squares. Hmm. It never came in a round. And the square cake is a very American concept whereas round cakes were very European. And so she made certain that all the cakes were made round to to connote its higher perceived value. Oh, interesting. And so the the name Napoleon's was was chosen to to represent that. Now, mind you, it was supposed to be the corollary, Josephine's Coffee or Cafe, Napoleon and Josephine. Right? What uh, happened to that? Yeah. Well, unfortunately, they never got off the ground with the cafe concept. Um, it just didn't, they ran out of space and didn't know how to work it in. And the Poles were such a big hit that they didn't feel as if they needed to open the, uh, the cafe component of it. Well, I have learned something new. So, what is the best seller? I mean, the Apple and Apple obviously is their best seller, but they've got some like really, I mean, some hits, right? Like the peach <clears throat> with berry and like I've never, I've never eaten at Napoleon Bakery. Are you kidding me, Kevin? I know, I know. It's terrible. It's right there. It's like I, I don't know. I don't know what to say for myself. A slice of cake or pie. It's because after I'm done eating at Zippy's, I feel so stuffed already. It's like. What's for the next day? Take it home for another meal. That's true. So what should I get though? I mean, what is like? What do you think is uh, the apple napple? I've heard a million, million and a half times. Yeah, the apple and apple, for those of you who don't know, an apple and apple is basically a, uh, it's an apple turnover, but done in puff pastry instead of your standard pie dough. Oh. So you've got many different layers of, you know, buttery, sugary goodness in addition to the uh, the apple interior of it. Crunchy, it gets all over the place, gets all over your mouth, it's fantastic. Um, so that's the number one thing you should probably get at uh, Napoleon's. But then I'd say go and order a slice or a whole cake if you want. Uh, Chantilly cake or dobosh, chocolate dobosh cake. Those are kind of the two mainstays of the cake family at Napoleon's. Um, and the thing, if you are not from Hawaii and you look at our Chantilly cake, you're like, that's not Chantilly cake. What we call Chantilly cake is probably more like a German chocolate cake where they come from. Right. Um, and then dobosh cake, one of my favorite comments I ever got, like a customer feedback form, is when they ordered the chocolate dobosh cake and said, the cake was too soft and they didn't like the pudding on top of the cake. Well, that's exactly what it's supposed to be. Yeah, it's a soft chocolate pudding cake. Exactly. So, <laughs> it worked. <laughs> that's yeah, so interesting. Fundamentally, but um, just to step back and you know, when I was dating my husband, I remember one time, this is before I really knew what a piggy was, but um, he had said, oh, I want to get Chantilly cake. Like, you know, like after we were eating or something. So I'm like, okay. So we drove down to Zippy's. He ordered the whole cake and he opened the box with a fork and ate it. That's just called, that's called living. Yeah, I married him. 
<laughs> you have to. Who does that? Your husband like, is a, a He's like a yeah. supersized man, too. Oh, he is. He's very large. Large human. Yeah, anyway, a, that was just a side note. He's a big kid. That's why That's why Landon is so big. No, this is true. The so Chantilly. what is coming up new with um, Zippy's... And, uh, yeah, what can people expect or keep an eye out for? Anything? You know, um, we're always coming up with new things every, probably every other week. So every two weeks is going to be a new menu item. What I encourage you to do is come on in, take a look at the daily specials menu, and you'll see that there's probably something there you've never seen before. On the, in the meantime, take a look at the Zippy's app. Uh, you can download that at your Apple Store or the Play Store and see what the specials are on the app as well. Um, we have a lot of things in the works, depending upon when you're watching this, we have um, what we're calling us chicken coming up. So it's our famous fried chicken plate, but done super spicy, that's coming up. We are doing something more interesting with Hawaiian food sometimes soon. Oh. Stay tuned for that one. Um, in addition to that, we're also going backwards and really looking at the roots of um, the, the plate lunch and finding ways to kind of harken back to the even days older than Zippy's uh, with a little mm. Okazia Benzo. Oh, wow. You just spoke cat's language. What's <laughs> happening? Yes, I'm in. I'm in. So if people want to find out more, they can follow Zippy's on all the different social media channels, yep. right? You can they email you directly. Check our show notes. Um, you'll Everything he just mentioned, the app, all that kind of stuff, uh, that'll be in our show notes on the website. So if you're watching this on Facebook or listening to it, uh, visit hawaiimagazine.com and find our show notes for all that information. Um, yeah, shoot. Kat, you want to end the cast? I think we need, like, part two. We do need part two. Yeah, we do. And then we should all have, like, our favorite Zippy's meals and eat it while that, we're on. That'll sound fantastic on the microphones. Just a lot of smacking lips. Who cares, Kevin? I do. I have to listen to it. I have to edit the podcast. Who cares? It's your job. Anyway, <laughs> Kevin, the other Kevin, thank you so much for being part of our Hawaii uh, Have a Love, Travel podcast. It was awesome. I learned so many interesting new things about Zippies. I know. It just makes me really happy. And now I want to go to Zippies and get, you know, my Zip Pack Deluxe. Um, and anyway, if you guys are listening or... Um, following us on Facebook, please subscribe to our, YouTube, our um, sorry, please subscribe to our podcast, rate and rank us, leave a comment. Um, also, you know, if you are, I don't know, wherever you are, like <laughs> us on every social media channel, uh, please communicate with us. If you guys have an idea or a guest that you want us to have on the show, let Kevin know, the other Kevin. That's um, me. That's his job. If you want Kevin and Yim I back on the podcast, you got to let us know. If you want a part two Zippies, part two. You gotta send us some emails, like, especially when you're gonna open like the the Vegas one. You gotta come back and talk about it. That's crazy. Super excited. But anyway, thanks everybody for listening, and thanks Kevin for being on our show, and thanks the other Kevin for nothing. And uh, we will see you guys all later. Bye. Aloha.